Hi everyone, welcome to the teaser for season two of It's Hard to Be Me, the podcast. This one is gonna have no commercials, no script, no anything. I want you guys to get a true mental check-in or how things have been going since August 31st when the last podcast aired. Now, I will say, first of all, let me thank each and every last one of you for listening to this podcast, sharing it with people, and getting my viewership up. I really appreciate it, but I know we have a ways to go. So like I said um, at the beginning, announcements about is going to have messaging where you can leave me a voice message. Let me know what you're thinking about um, the podcast and how can I make it better? Because at the end of the day, it's all about each and every one of you that decide to download my podcast or listen through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. So this is going to be the teaser. So we're going to do what I try to do every season, and that's going to be a mental check-in. But this one is going to be different. I'm going to name this mental check-in times up. And the reason why I feel that way is because a lot of things has transpired since August 31st. I've changed a whole lot and a lot of things have happened within my personal life that has pushed me to places that I didn't even realize that I would go. I've had a lot more tears than smiles. I've had a lot of more bad days than good. But that's okay because everybody experiences those things every day and it makes them better than they've ever been. So let me share a few of those things with you. First of all, I'm really starting to miss my family. Um, I have an auntie and she lives on the East Coast and I really would love to see her. I miss her with everything that's in me and I'm too scared for her to travel to see me because I don't want anything to happen to her and I'll never be able to forgive myself if that happens. Um, and then on top of that, my daughter's back at school and I'm missing her like crazy all the way through. But that was my workout partner, my tripping partner, my shopping buddy. Pretty much we did everything together. So I'm missing her like crazy as well. But you know, I'm learning to deal with the peace of it all. And that's something I really want to make sure I emphasize in this mental check-in teaser is that I've had to learn how to spend a lot of days by myself. For, like I said, a lot of you do not know me, but some of you that listen to this podcast know me personally. I really love being around people. I love communicating. I love talking. That's why I have a podcast. Um, I love having fun. I love to laugh. At one time, I used to drink a whole lot, but I had to calm that down. And through this um, thing we're going through right now, because I'm not even going to give it a name because it's getting on my nerves to even hear about it every day. But I am having to learn like real talk how to be alone. And when I say I'm not used to it, I would be lying to you guys if I was like, oh, yeah, I love being by myself. Too, 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 too. No, I'm not even going to front, not even going to lie. Being at home by yourself gives you a lot of time to think. It gives you a lot of time to reflect. It gives you a ton of time to realize what you've done wrong, what you've done right. It makes you reflect on your life. It makes you think about the decisions that you've made up to the age that you are. I'm 40 years old and I've been through a lot of things in my life so far. And I'm very grateful that God has allowed me to live and will continue to let me live. Blessed be his name. But I know for a fact, I've done some things in my life I'm not proud of. And through this 
thing that we're going through, I've had time to really, really process a lot of things that I've been doing. A lot of people that I hurt and didn't even realize I was hurting them from lack of communication to um, just not realizing that what I do affects them as well. And I'm having to deal with that. Also, I'm having to deal with the fact that in a lot of parts of my relationships with people and certain individuals, I'm not really happy. And I'm one of those people where I'm extremely loyal. Sometimes I'm too loyal to my own detriment, but I stay and I have them in my life because I don't want to disappoint anybody. I'm very much so, and I'm real, real, real honest. My name is Pine Size Diva and I'm a people pleaser. I have spent a big chunk of my life trying to please others and make sure others are happy by the things that I do. I didn't think about myself. I've never really took the time to think about myself. I've always been that person where if that person was happy, so was I. And like I said, that's not a good thing whatsoever. And I have come to realize that I can't be that person anymore. And it's rough. I'm not going to lie. Like it has been nights where I have been sitting in this house and I have listened to two, three sermons. I have listened to the Bible app. I have worked out and the loneliness still does not go away, which is crazy because they tell you whenever you get to a point where you're starting to get lonely or bored or things like that, start doing things that will make you happy. Start doing things that will keep you preoccupied. And for me, it was working out because I love Zumba, love to dance. I was doing that. I even started back running again. I started running. And then I started trying to prioritize everything. And um, I, did a, I did a clothes purge. I gave away a lot of clothes. And I got to do a shoe purge. A wig, I got a ton of wigs. So I'm going to do a wig purge. And then I'm going to probably do a second clothes purge. My goal is by the end of the year to get rid of half of everything I own. And it's not because I don't need it. It's because I don't have no use for it no more. And I don't want to keep things around that's going to keep my mind cluttered. And I think for a long time, I used the idea of me going to events, me going out, me meeting people, doing, being in very much a social circles because I am a, a social butterfly by nature. And I think by me going to social circles and events and things like that it kept me from facing the fact that i don't like being at home by myself i am bored out of my mind i'm just gonna be real real transparent with y'all on this one and like i said this is a teaser but i'm just gonna be real frank on this mental check-in have i been okay in this particular season absolutely not but i will say that i learned so much about the strength of me that i didn't even know i had i truly did not know my own strength i wished that I would have tapped into this when I was younger because I would have accomplished a lot more in my life younger than I'm trying to do now. Like stuff I'm doing now, I should have been doing this stuff in my 20s. And I know a lot of people that's in podcast land can attest to that. When you give up your life and sacrifice so much for your family at the top of your life, when you get to 40, you're supposed to be relaxing. And now I'm doing the complete opposite. I'm shooting for my dreams. I'm aiming high. I'm doing better. Um, and I'm trying to walk in that every day. Another thing that I have discovered through the silence of the uh, in between season one and season two, which debuts October 19th, by the way, I have discovered that I am really I'm really unappreciated. Like there are so many people in my life that do not appreciate me. 
And I'm not gonna call their ass out because that ain't my that ain't my judge. That's not me. But I I'm really unappreciated. And I think a lot of times people know when you're very brand loyal or loyal to folks, they know that you will not leave. They know that no matter what happens in your life, that you will be that person that will forever be there and forever say, you know what? I know that I can count on pint size D to be there because she's always been there. She's always come through in the clutch. I know I can depend on her. I learned that a lot of people know that I won't leave. So they will treat me any kind of way or they'll talk to me in a way or say condescending things to me and don't think about it. I've learned that a lot through this season. And like I told y'all, this is going to be very off the cuff, unscripted. This is going to go up. By the time you listen to it, this, listen to this, it will be October 12th. I'm putting this up the Monday before the new uh, season hits the next week. I just feel like that a lot of times we need to be able to be transparent and honest and remove the veil of ignorance. I'm seeing people now, now we're in the middle part of this thing we got going on right now. And I'm seeing people get too damn comfortable. I've seen a lot of breakups. I've seen a lot of people uh, announcing they're getting divorced. But one thing I haven't seen a shortage of is people getting pregnant. You know what people been doing since quarantine? They've been having sex. Okay, um, so that ain't me. Mm -mm. Shoot fly, don't bother me. Come on, Mother Nature, hit me next Thursday. Okay, but I'm just saying uh, you have so many different things that are going on right now that will keep your mind perplexed. For me, I've been really trying to focus on me and my mental and trying to let a lot of things go. But feeling unappreciated has been one of the biggest things that I'm trying to conquer. Another thing that I'm trying to conquer um, in between this break I've taken is being emotionally used. Sometimes people will use you to dump their emotions off on you or use reverse, reverse psychology to say, well, oh, I don't know about this. And um, if, you, if you just get me through this, and, and then when you say no, well, remember, blah, 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 blah. And you wouldn't have been who you was if it wasn't for me. That is emotional abuse. I'm like, oh my God, I had not a clue that I was being emotionally abused on that level. And I don't mean to go harsh as abuse, but that's just the first thing that comes to my mind. I call it emotionally used. So please don't come for me, okay? But I feel like this. And men, ladies, y'all tell me if it's true in the messaging system we're putting together for season two. Let me know. Have you ever felt emotionally used? Have you ever felt unappreciated in ways that you didn't even realize it was happening to you until you got fed up and was like two tears in the bucket, fuck it. And you was just like, I'm done. I'm, I'm done with that. Like real talk. That has been me. I've the, I will say this, and I'm going to get to this down the line towards this um, keeping it real mental check-in thing, is that I have gotten a piece that I've never had, and I explained it in a little while. But I'm learning that it's so many things that I wish I would have put my foot down on earlier. When it comes to any kind of interaction I've had with anybody that I know, now it's kind of too late for it because they're like, okay, well, you've been taking it. You've been doing this. Like, I'll give you an example. I was listening to a movie and the girl was like, well, I can't take this anymore. I'm out, blah, 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 blah. And he was like, well, you've been taking it. He was like, when this incident happened, you came home the same day and commenced to cooking dinner and sucking my dick. So I know that's a little extreme, but it goes to show you if people... If 
People are used to you treating them any kind of way or vice versa, but you're constantly accepting it and dealing with it. And you're still going back home, cooking, cleaning, or going back into their friendship or going back into the relationship. And you're still having sex with that person. That person has not learned anything, especially that. What they've learned is they can treat you any kind of way and you're going to take it and you're going to be all right with it. That's the part that they have learned from you. And I'm learning how to not be as emotionally available. The way that people, if you're not emotionally there for me, I don't need to be emotionally there for you. And I'm learning that's a big one for me because I feel like that I can be as instrumental in a person's life as they can be in mine. And now I'm having to learn how to scale back and how to realize that everything that glitter and gold and everybody's smiling your face ain't your friend. What I'm also trying to figure out is what do pint size diva want? What do she want? I mean, truly, what do she want? And honestly, I don't know. I have not a clue. I have not a clue at all because I've spent so much of my life caring for everybody else. I don't know what the hell I want. We just going to go and be real. I have not a clue, honey. I don't have a clue. I It's to the point now where the things that I do and the moves that I make, I do them because it becomes a routine. If I had a choice to, hold on, I know I'm going to be real 2000 with y'all in this middle check and y'all going to be like, oh, this is juicy. Oh my God. But I had a particular situation come across my way where I had an opportunity rather to engage in some, some extracurricular activities with an individual. And I did not want to not because the person wasn't fine, because yeah, that person was fine. I didn't want to because the woman in me and the, the as they say, the good girl persona in me wouldn't want to because I'd be too scared of the backlash behind that. And I feel like it's unfair these days that why is it that everybody else can do what they want to, but you can't. Like for example, if I would have engaged in those extracurricular activities, and I don't know which kind of extracurricular activities you was, if you want, however you want to interpret extracurricular, that's what you want to do. But if I would have participated in it, ain't no telling what it came my way. And the crazy part is, that's a scary thought. Not because of the safety issue, it's because I'm so used to being safety Sally that I don't know anything else. I don't know how to just let loose, let my guard down, have fun, and all those things like, I had an incident with my chiropractor that happened over the break and they pretty much charged me double for the whole six times I went. These people still ain't gave me my money. Do you know I have not called them? Because in my mind, I don't want to come across as that bitter black bitch that I'm always complaining or I have something to say, but it's my money. And that's the biggest misconception that as a woman of color, you can't Say what you feel because you're scared somebody is going to call you that bitter black bitch or they're going to call you ghetto or they're going to call you unprofessional or they're going to target you as having a nasty attitude. And that just, that is beyond me, beyond me. And I'm learning that I have to be able to put my foot down. And if it's something that I'm passionate about and I'm correcting it, that I have to be able to grow in that. Another thing that I am learning um, doing this mental check-in is how to mentally start to let my daughter grow up. <sighs> that is a horrible. I'm going to drink my water now, but hold on, y'all. 
water. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm having to learn how to get out of my daughter's business and allow her to grow up as a 21-year-old thriving young woman because I am a very, I'm a helicopter mom by nature and not in a way where I'm always trying to figure out this or whatever. I have a mentality of this. If you are dating somebody or meeting somebody and you're trying to see them in a personal manner, somebody in your family or some one good girlfriend knows where you are. If something happens to you, God forbid, then somebody knows who you were with last. So that way they can give you details because too many things are happening these days for you not to have a game plan in effect. That's just my thought. And when my daughter approached me and told me that she wanted me, you know, to let her live and breathe and she doesn't have to tell me about certain things, it threw me off. Like I was literally clenching my pearls because I had never heard that before. And I learned that if she's bold enough to come to me and tell me that humbly, as humbly as she know how to tell me that, then that means I need to start the process of getting the mindset of she is no longer your baby, baby girl, but she is your young, she's your adult child. And you have to be able to ascertain the difference between the two. And I think that I hadn't gotten there yet. And now I realize I have to. So with that comes new things and new challenges that I have to deal with. And that is my cross to bear. So I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to turn this new chapter in my life. Um, I honestly don't know. My daughter has been my entire world pretty much since she was born. And now she's about to be a college graduate. I don't know where she's going to go next. I know that my daughter doesn't want to be where I am. And it's not because she don't want to be home. It's because she wants to find her own way. And I cannot stop her from having her own way or finding her own way. I can't do that. What kind of parent would I be if I tried to make her stay so I could keep my eye on her? That's just disrespectful and that's just wrong. So I'm dealing with that as well. Also, I am learning to say no. No has not been a word that I use very often. So y'all keep me in prayer on that one because me and my me and the word no, I don't say no often. And I tend to stretch myself really, really thin with people because I'm scared to make them sad. So I'm working on the word no. Also, um, this is a big one. I'm going to end with this one. I am learning how to make the steps to walk away. And take that again. Take that however you want to take it. Okay. All right. All right. Mm -hmm. Let me grab my water apparatus for that too. Place hope. Water. So I am learning how to mentally prepare to walk away. Um, that part is probably going to be the hardest thing I've ever done in my entire life. And I'm not walking away from the podcast. This podcast is going to be here as long as I have the strength and the will. And God gives me the the air to breathe in my body to do so. I mean, on different sectors of my life, I have been in the same city for a while. I've been in the same situation for a really long time. And I think that it's time for me to walk it out. Um, I don't want to preemptively do it because one thing about me, Paisa is that I'm very strategic with everything that I do. Why? Because again, I'm what? Safety Sally. All right, we got it together. So I'm trying to make sure that what I do is very much for me all the way through from the front 
to the back row. And I told y'all season two is going to be really, really spicy. So just know the season two finale is going to be the announcement of what I'm talking about. And I will go into extreme detail on that when it happens. I'm just learning how to learn to adjust to walk away. And this is probably going to be the biggest challenge that I've had. And I keep saying that because it is like just the thought of it makes me cry. Just the thought of making that big decision is hard for me because I never thought I would get to this place in my life. Between feeling unappreciated, emotionally used, um, not feeling validated, not elevating and things like that. It's just so much. And it's several. It's, it's not just one particular situation. It's several things that I have taken a backseat to because I did not want to offend anybody. I didn't want to hurt anybody. I didn't want it to be one of those things where I felt like I was just doing it because I had to. No, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it and go with a clear conscience and a warm heart. And that's just me being the person that I am. And the last thing that I'm going to say is I'm going to learn how to find my way as a 100% solo woman, empty nester and all, I got to find my way. I can no longer say, oh, I can't do this because my daughter, oh, well, I don't want to do this, or I don't want to move here, or I don't want to do this because I have these responsibilities. Those responsibilities are no longer there. So now I have to find out what makes me tick, what makes me the way that I am, and how can I be a better woman? How can I be a better individual? How can I be a better human? And in season two, you guys will hear the different layers of me, but you will also hear different aspects and things that you would not, you have not heard in season one. And I'm really excited for you guys to hear it. So thank you so much for listening to this bonus content before the podcast come out season two on set on October, sorry, October 19th. I'm elated to bring it to you guys. I'm so excited. It's so many different chunks and wisdom bits and pieces around. I'm just so super stoked to bring it to you guys. And I hope you like it. Please make sure you follow me on social media, on Instagram, on it's hard to be me. That's it's hard. The number two B E me. Also on Twitter is pint size diva, the number 10. Um, also on, please rate me on Spotify, on Apple podcast. If that is the device that you're listening to this podcast through. And then also for season two, again, I'm going to have messaging where you can leave a message to me to let me know how are you liking the podcast thus far and what can I do to make it more entertaining for you guys because I can only hear it from this end. But getting your feedback is going to make me so much better, not only as a person that speaks, but also a podcaster and also somebody who's trying to perfect their craft because if you're not learning, you're not growing. If you're not growing, you're not learning. And those things do not go together. And until next time, you guys, oh, I'm so excited. I'm so nervous. <sighs> so nervous. Until the 19th, make sure you stay safe. Wash your hands. And protect your mental from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet internally and externally. Please protect your heart and your mind and your spirit. And don't be like me. Don't wait until you're 40 years old to make major life decisions and fear that things won't be the same. Because at the end of the day, it's never going to be the same. 
if one thing this thing has not taught me, it has taught me 100%. It's taught me to not give up on my goals and dreams, but it's also taught me to go after your goals and dreams and take those layers however you want. Stay safe, you guys. Bye.